Hey, hey, this is Lizzie with Love Day Coaching, and this podcast is about you. Yes, it is about you. Every week, there is a brief message with a series of questions to help you hear yourself. We spend so much time listening to what other people say and watching what other people do. This space is a few minutes for you to step outside of what other people say and do. Figure out what you need to say or do to flourish and thrive. Consider this your identity check-in day. This is about you. Hi, it's Coach Lizzie Loveday here. And I realize I haven't fully introduced myself on this podcast. The primary reason is that this podcast is meant to be about you. It is your time to look inward and get to know yourself better and understand what you need right now to flourish. I do realize the value of trust and the feeling of connection when listening to another person, though, so I really don't want to be a stranger to you. Some things to know about me to start are that I feel passionate about trying to live authentically. I also realize that is really a challenging thing to do in a world of conflicting and insecure messages. But I really am trying. I am also a mother of four children. My oldest is 21 and my youngest is 12. I'm a wife of 24 years, a social worker, a fitness instructor, a funky dancer, a ribbon twirler, a health and life coach, a runner, mountain climber, a skier, an adventurer, a curious reader, along with many other things that I could state in regards to my interests and responsibilities. But the real authentic truth is that I am at the core just another human who's interested deeply in the human experience and how to step into the potential we have been designed with. One thing I've learned on my journey is that underneath all my interests and titles is just a girl who has conflicting feelings about herself, who is prone to forgetting about her own potential, and who sometimes gets lost in all the cultural trends and loses sight of what she came here to do. If you listen to my podcast number eight, titled Living with Purpose, you heard the message I shared that what you can do is what you came here to do. It's not what you can't do. It's what you can actually do. That's what you came here to do. It's what you actually can do that gives you purpose. Does that make sense? (laughs) What I know I can do is listen. That is my superpower. When I get caught up in all the titles and responsibilities, I get tired out and often overextend myself in ways that aren't totally authentic to me and the life I want to live. Getting back to the authentic gift I have to listen helps me to use that superpower and amplify the good in my life. Listening also allows me to support other people as they learn to amplify the good news in their lives. So what is it that you can do? Have you identified the truth about that for yourself? 
Now, I started this podcast because of my deep desire to listen and to help you listen. It's my intention to help facilitate and support you so that you can live authentically and truthfully. I want to help you find the space to weed through all the noise and live in truth. Truth is energetic. And when we move from truth, we move into chaos. Let me say that again, maybe in a different way. That when we move away from truth, we move into chaos. In my role as a health and life coach, I specialize in helping people get out of burnout and live a more meaningful, peaceful, and an energetic life. What I've noticed through this process is that we humans are often focusing on too many things, and often the things we focus on are conflicting with each other in some way. The inner conflict is leaving us with a subtle and sometimes not so subtle chaotic energy. Conflict is chaotic and exhausting. It depletes us and leaves us feeling tired, unmotivated, grouchy, resentful, stuck, and powerless to really move forward and progress. Begin getting curious about conflict in your own life as we dive into today's episode. Where is conflict showing up in your life right now? Is it a blaring conflict that is obvious or is there a deep inner conflict that you keep pushing aside and convincing yourself is not really there? Or is it a conflict you're just not allowing yourself to deal with right now because you're busy or ashamed or overwhelmed by it? Conflict is a clash or struggle between two opposing forces, ideas, or interests. When you look at the world, do you see more conflict or more peace? What do you see? Conflict in the world around us is a reflection of the state of each and every human mind. When your mind is divided, it is reflected in the world around you somehow. This division is demonstrated in the way you interact with other people, in the way you spend your time, in the way you eat, in the way you perform at work, and in the way you treat the planet. Conflict begins in our minds. And as I've said before, the biggest battle going on in your town is within the mind of each and every person who lives in it. That's where the battle begins. And that is where it lingers after the outward violence is over. Let's think about this. You think about it. When you are in conflict, such as an argument with another person, where's most of the argument and energy really spent? It's spent inside your head before it brews and afterward as it marinates in your discussions with other people, in your thoughts as they ruminate over the situation. And this can last for days, weeks, months, or even years afterward. Inner conflict happens whenever you step away from the truth within your own mind. Whenever you convince yourself to step away from real truth, there is conflict. And conflict is exhausting. 
It takes up a lot of time, energy, and space if we let it. Understanding real truth requires what Aristotle called thauma. Thauma is having a deep sense of wonder. It's the desire and need to know. It begins with a curious investigation. It is a quest that requires humility and a will to experiment and innovate. This thauma is important because it helps us to see beyond what we think the obvious truth is. So often we look at the superficial truth without diving deeper to find the deep-rooted hallelujah type of truth. Deep-rooted means it is really what will sustain us through the storms and challenges of life. There's so many ways truth needs to be uncovered in our lives. And this is something that requires effort. I'm not going to claim that we can do that in this small podcast episode. But today I'm going to share a couple of examples just to help you begin seeing where this might come up in your life and how it could be helpful in your journey to identify these deep-rooted truths. So some examples of how this shows up. I've got three. The first is a client of mine who's wanted to connect with her teenage son and has struggled in this regard. She believes the truth is that she needs to spend more time with him. And with this truth, she attempts to have game nights, to eat dinner together, and all of these efforts get pushed aside. She's worked to uncover the deeper truth. This is what she has found, that what he really needs her from her is to see him and meet him on his terms. Playing games is not really seeing him. He doesn't want to play games and he doesn't want to spend his evening focusing on an activity and sitting for a long dinner that's forced. The deep-rooted truth is that he needs her to listen and be present. When this real truth was discovered for her, she was able to practice a different approach and a new perspective that brought more connection and peace. There was peace within her because she wasn't feeling so out of control with all the ideas and swirling beliefs around what a good mom should do, and she wasn't forcing things. Instead, she experienced more peace in her relationship with her son. She was coming at it on his terms from this real truth that she discovered. And he, in return, was allowed to have his truth honored. And he also felt less chaotic. And he didn't feel that chaotic energy emanating from his mother in their interactions because she was able to identify what felt true for her as well. The next example is a client who has spent her life on a diet, lots of diets, (laughs) one diet after another, constantly trying to lose weight without success. In fact, it seems as if her body just wants to hold on to the weight and never let go. The superficial truth she knew was that controlling her food and her body was the only way to lose weight. This showed up in extreme diets and binging. 
The more she nurtured this belief, the more she lived in the distorted truth that she was not worthy of food and not worthy of losing weight. She believed that food was something to control, avoid, and be ashamed of. And that truth reflected in the way she treated herself in all areas of her life. This truth was moving her away from what she really needed, and it conflicted with what she really desired. She was stressed and not allowing her body, mind, and spirit the nourishment required to function optimally was in conflict with what she really wanted and needed. The deep-rooted real truth was that she needed nourishment in other ways besides food. She was trying to be invisible, which is in conflict with her true value and potential as a human being. The more she recognized the real truth, the more she was able to see the most meaningful ways to nourish herself and build. This truth allowed her to stop stressing about food, and this gave her body the energy to heal, to be seen, and to release that extra stored weight. The last example is a client who has a stressful career managing a large team. And the truth he was carrying around was that he had to check off every task on his list to be valuable. The problem was his list was always growing and checking everything off just was not sustainable. He felt deflated and discouraged. And he was spiraling into a state of constant inner turmoil. He wondered if he'd be able to maintain his career and still be able to have time to pursue other interests outside of work. It was stressing him out. He just wanted to be more balanced. Once he identified it, that deep-rooted truth within him, he was able to find balance. The deep-rooted truth in him was that his value as a manager was that he was someone that brought innovative ideas to the team. That was his true value. That's what they hired him for. And that is what he was good at. But as long as he believed his value was in checking off the tasks, he was in conflict with what he was really there to do. That conflict was exhausting him. He learned to delegate and identify which tasks on his list were in alignment with this truth about his value. Once he learned to live with this deep-rooted truth, his life became more balanced, more satisfying, and he felt more peace. The The job didn't change and the demands didn't stop coming, but his belief was different, and that in turn changed his approach. So these are just three small examples of where inner conflict can affect our experience and the outcomes of our well-meaning efforts. Today, as usual, I invite you to get personal when it comes to conflict in your own life. This is a process, my friend, and having a coach can also be valuable to help you weed through all the conflicting truths that are swirling inside you. To begin this process today, start to cultivate your own inner Thelma. Open your eyes, your mind, your heart to new possibilities when it comes to your current conflicts. 
Instead of directing fingers to other people and circumstances, practice asking, is it me? How are my beliefs contributing to the conflict? That's the first place to start. Ask, is it me? How are my beliefs contributing to the conflict? We're so prone to pointing our fingers at other people, trying to control the situation that way. Instead, look inward. And here are some questions for today. So as usual, stop, pause where you are, get out a piece of paper and pencil and begin to answer these questions for yourself. Get curious about conflict in your life and what truths are swirling around this conflict. The first question today, get ready. What is one conflict you recognize in your life right now? And what is a truth you believe in regards to this conflict? So let's take some some thinking. Take some thauma, like I said, to think. What is this conf- What is one conflict and what is a truth you believe in regards to this conflict? Some examples to help with this is, for example, if you are struggling to feel emotionally connected to your spouse, maybe that is a conflict you're feeling. So the conflict could be that and the truth you believe in regards to this is that you just are not emotionally connected to your spouse. So what is that for you? What is your conflict? And what is the truth you believe within this conflict? Number two, how does this conflict affect your energy and motivation? Well, in the example of feeling emotionally disconnected from your spouse, believing that you are not emotionally connected and never have been, that what could happen is that you could feel like it takes up mental space and you end up feeling more less motivated and willing to engage and interact with your spouse. What is it for you in regards to your conflict? How is it affecting your motivation and energy? Number three, what is the result you want? So within this conflict, what is the result you want? In the example I gave, the result is to want to feel emotionally connected. What is the that you want? Number four, is the above truth, the truth in your conflict, is it really true? So this is your opportunity to get curious, start a quest to see more clearly and ask, is this really true? So back to that example about feeling emotionally disconnected and having the truth that you never have been connected, asking, is that really true? Well, the answer would probably be or could be, well, no, because it's emotionally affecting you right now. So there are emotions around this state. So there is a level of emotional connection between the two of you. So that truth is not totally true. Number five, is this belief going to help you get the result you want? So what was your truth? And is it really, really true? And is this belief going to help you get the results you want if you keep that 
belief with you. In the example I gave, it is not. No, it will only magnify the disconnected feelings to keep believing that there's not any emotional connection. There never was. It will just continue to magnify those disconnected feelings. Number six, if this truth is not helping you, then what is the real truth about what you need right now? So go back to what it is for you in your conflict. What's that truth? Is it helping you to get what you really want and need right now? And if not, what is the real truth about what you need right now? Get curious about this. So in the example, what would be needed would actually be to share emotions so that you could continue to connect emotionally. Even though it's hard, that's really what's needed. What is it for you? What is it that's really needed? What's the real truth about that? Number seven, what is one thing you can do this week to honor this truth? In the example with the emotional connection or disconnection with the spouse is one thing that could be done to honor that truth that we need to be willing to share emotions so we can connect. It would be to share how you're feeling, even if it's uncomfortable. See how this is, in that example, how that changes things when you recognize what the real truth is and what you really need. You can often see that the original truth that was being nurtured is that you've never been connected. It's not really true. And the real truth is that you are connected and what you need to do is to share what you're feeling, even if it's uncomfortable. What is one thing you can do this week to honor your truth? Last question, number eight, how would this change your approach in this situation or in this conflict? How would you approach this differently? In this example that I've been talking about, I think the approach would be different in that you wouldn't retreat from what you really want and instead you'd move towards it. Instead of retreating from emotional connection, you'd move towards it because that's really what you want and need. And the truth is you really are emotionally connected. These questions can take some time to answer. And I challenge you to make them personal and take time to check in with yourself and answer them. This, after all, is your identity check-in. This is what this podcast is designed for. This is for you. Begin to identify the inner and outer conflicts in your life. Choose one to get curious about and see how a little of Aristotle's quest for Thalma can influence your life. Truth is never recognized without it being revealed. Open your eyes, your mind, your heart to these questions and see how the real truth can energize and motivate you in a new and meaningful way. If just listening to this question is getting confusing or it's not helping you, I encourage you to sign up to get these questions emailed to you. There's a link in the show notes. 
So you can sign up to have the questions from this podcast emailed to you so that you can take the time to really write them down and make them personal for you. Seeing it on paper changes things. Seeing those words written down, it's, it's just different. I challenge you to try that. If you're curious to learn more about burnout and the mistakes we make that keep us feeling depleted and stuck, you can also sign up in the show notes to receive my free video on the myths and mistakes we make when we are burned out. And remember, conflict is chaotic and exhausting. It depletes us and leaves us feeling tired, unmotivated, grouchy, resentful, stuck, and powerless to really move forward and progress. It also is reflected in the outer world around us. Peace begins within you. I am here to help you listen and see the ways your thoughts, beliefs, and actions are out of alignment with who you really are and what you want to be so that you, my friend, can flourish and thrive. I'm so grateful you're here and grateful you're listening. Yeah, you're taking time to listen. Please take a moment to write a review and share any other episodes from this podcast with someone you know. There's so much inner and outer conflict in the world right now. So let's work together to amplify peace, to begin listening together. This is an important work and it begins with you and me. Share this with a friend to show your support for peace and progress. Let's keep listening and questioning, my friend. This is about you.